All right, welcome back to the Continuum Podcast with me, Adam. Uh, the Continuum Podcast is growing and evolving, isn't that right, Carl? <laughs> well, I've never been met with such a response, I don't think. <laughs> well, evolving, can that do go you backwards? Think such a th- yeah, is there a thing as de evolution? Yeah, there must be. Dev, dev, devolution. Yeah. I think de evolution is probably the thing. Have you seen the film Idiocracy? Because I'm assuming that's all that is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's phenomenal. I absolutely film. love that film. Um, I think the what is the guy's name that actually wrote the film or or did it? Mike, uh, Mike something. Yeah, was he the? I think he, he also, he's the Beavis and Butthead guy. Yeah, he did Beavis and Butthead, but then he also did Silicon Valley, the TV series as well. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Mike Judge is the Mark guy's Judge. name. Yeah, what a legend. Yeah, I think. De-evolution is certainly certainly a thing because there's the argument when it comes to evolution that what they're kind of saying at the moment is, well, if you've got two traits that, well, if there's a trait that works really well, you know, within, let's just, let's say a bird. Okay. Let's say a bird's got a certain color, color to it and that works well. All of a sudden, that breed of bird is going to start naturally having that color the next lines of generations will have that color as an example okay Mm -hmm. so saying that okay the color of this bird makes helps it let's let's say yeah birds is fine maybe it's more camouflaged so people don't see it very often so naturally this bird will uh thrive more than the other birds and therefore procreate more the word comes out again <laughs> um and you will therefore see more of them and the other birds will naturally start disappearing um you know you, you'll they will become less common is probably the phrase okay here's a theory now, though sorry before you go too far if a bird is by all you know for all sense and purpose a bird is colourful because that is its way of attracting a mate. Yeah? Yeah. So if you're a camouflage bird, is it harder to attract a mate for one? And are they actually thriving or are they surviving? Whereas the colourful bird mm-hmm. is more of a attraction to a predator. So even though they're able to pro- procreate more than the one that's camouflaged, they're also mm. more of a, the, you know, the, the more of an attractive prey. Yeah, so how? Yeah, got you. So, what, what is it better to be? Well, I suppose I it's don't better, know, better because to not be dead, isn't it? I don't understand how peacocks are alive in the, in this world. It's because they're big. No, but it's a natural kind of living thing. You know, if you look at a male peacock, yeah. It's got these, you know, these, it's the plume of feathers, plume. is that the phrase? Yeah. You know, that are kind of hanging from its tail. Yeah. And have you ever seen like one of these try to fly? I remember particularly watching this one nature documentary of this one trying to like almost try to fly to get mm. up in a tree to escape um, some kind of cheetah, was it maybe a cheetah or something along those lines. Mm. 
And it didn't make sense to me. Like the, these things Stupid must be caught bird. so easily. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they so dumb bird, don't they? No cheaters can climb trees. <laughs> but yeah, Stupid they're, they're bird. like... <laughs> So we're just really we're just establishing that peacocks are stupid. Yeah, but that's where I wonder if yeah, are we are we all a result of de-evolution? Um because the point I was getting to earlier was there people argue if you take uh I've heard the definition of saying if you take a whiskey, yeah, mm-hmm. you've got a nice shot of whiskey if you then take that whiskey and you then oh i've got that if you then dilute that into a bit of water mm-hmm. that whiskey isn't going to be as potent as what it was previously and if you continue doing that eventually what might have been a let's just say 50 percent alcohol turns into maybe a one percent per volume alcohol yeah um as it's going it's down not, the line you're not going to be able to taste it it's just going to taste like water. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I kind of wonder sometimes if we're if all humans, like that. maybe <laughs> if if imagine imagine we we talk about the caveman. Yeah. yeah. Imagine the caveman was actually smarter than we are. <laughs> are you suggesting that the caveman is the prime human, and we're they, they we're built... a result of watered down whiskey? We're a watered down yeah, caveman. They... They built the pyramids, Eds. You know, they, they did all these did they? huge, awesome things. Was that oh, cavemen? I thought it was the <laughs> Jews, wasn't it? Wasn't the, the Jews. The, Ju- um, the Jews. No. Wasn't Egyptians. It? I don't know. No, I, I don't thought know. I thought um I thought it was Jewish slaves that were uh Forced to do it from Egyptian kings and queens. I don't know. I don't know enough about my history. One one stat that I actually heard that was quite interesting was that I, I think the first, I always get this wrong, but I'm sure the first pyramid, Cleopatra, is closer so you always think of Cleopatra as the Egyptian person. I think she's closer to the she's closer to the invention of the iPhone than she is to the first pyramid being built. Okay. Okay. It's like that that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. And you know we we spoke about a little while ago as well, so we spoke about um Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. And how those stones kind of our theories on how they got it's, there. Yeah. But I was I was listening to something briefly about it the other day. I must be honest, it was probably the most boring podcast I've ever listened to. Um but I didn't I, I kind of take it for granted. You look at it, you're like, oh, these are just a bunch of stones, mate. Like it's a bit, it can be a bit boring. Yeah. I mean yeah. it's it's interesting from the point of view, like, wow, how did they do how did that? They do it. Yeah. But what's more interesting is if you if do you think I don't want to say how difficult it would be to do that in modern day times without kind of any formal technologies like cranes or things that you can build? But imagine being back then, where I mean, I did, I'm going to sound really <laughs> stupid now, but without almost inventing even the wheel, 
Is is that possible? Do do what? Okay, what came first? What, did they mend the wheel? Did they did they build Stonehenge? Is probably my question. Stone <laughs> Stonehenge, I'm going to say, because it's not very round, is it? So I feel like they would have figured it out. No, wait, is this theory correct? I have no idea. I mean, you're asking the wrong person. You're always asking the wrong person. I think you need a different co-host, somebody that's a bit more intelligent than me, to be honest. <laughs> well, I'm I'm going to tap into Google. When was the wheel invented? But they, they they're taking a guess, aren't they? Really? Yes. Because yeah. no one no one really knows. No. You know, unless unless the guy's name was Wheel. But, mm. You know, I don't. William. <laughs> William. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, that's terrible. Um I'm a dad now, I'm allowed to make those sort of jokes. Oh yeah. (laughs) So the first monument uh built at Stonehenge uh was built around five thousand years ago. Okay. Um it was built in the Neolithic period, if you know what that is. No one cares. No. Um but the wheel was invented in the fourth millennium BC. Oh wow! Quite a while ago. They make this stuff up, though, don't they? I mean, how do you how yeah. do you know? I guess it's um, um, just by carbon aging. Is that right? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's the, but how it's you, the same how thing. You, some how, kind of how can you tell how old a tree is? You count the rings. So that's what that's what I'm going with here. Yeah, yeah. It's just oh, there's a, there's a wheel there's a wheel next to this one next to this tree. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's placed up against it, so the tree is older than the wheel. Definitely, no, no, it could be the same age. Or the same, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, do you ever think they find stuff? Because trees do interesting things, don't they? They can really grow. <laughs> Have you ever seen when they get like barbed wire or something or mm, signs that they get grow like fixed through things? Yeah, they grow through things. Do you think maybe they've found like interesting things in trees? Like, I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but a wheel. You think they would have found like a Inside wheel? Inside a tree? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's possible. It's probable, in fact. There's a lot of trees out there. Yeah, there's. Were we speaking about this the other day that there's more? They think there's maybe more trees now than there were, you know, a few hundred thousand years ago or something. I don't know. No, uh, I don't me. know. Well, you won't talk to me about it. No. Yeah. Is that? A but thing? I think the, the arguments. I think the arguments is trees. like how how did how did they know how many trees they had hundred thousand years ago? <laughs> It's all guesswork. It is all guesswork, isn't it? Well, I mean, they've got satellite imagery from... <laughs> Listen, I think along. what we need to do, we need to go back and speak to the cavemen. Yeah. Oh, sorry, we refer to them as the cavemen. They they are the originals. You know. But I've told we, you how time just travel the... works. We can't go back. Yeah, but we can only go I know, but... to the point of which time travel was created, right? Yeah. I mean, we we are the diluted, aren't we? That's the 
<laughs> what are we going to call ourselves now? <laughs> the diluted generation. Yeah. yeah, the diluted. Because if if that's um, brings me to another point. If if that is the case that we are some kind of dilution of some amazing kind of human race species that's kind of happened. Surely those people would have been so evolved that they must have got things like time travel and all that other nonsense, right? Shouldn't they? Or yeah, I mean, but that's not going to be cavemen, is it? So no, I, I don't feel I don't feel like we are diluted yet. I think we're getting that way. I feel like the the future generations, our children, we can call them diluted. <laughs> it's just a watered like down version of, of me. Those... <laughs> yeah. I feel like this phrase is just going to get worse. <laughs> yeah, it's. A... I don't know. Do you think we've created the new woke? Because woke, like ten years ago, wasn't a thing, was it? Was it? No, no. <clears throat> so what? What? But by calling someone diluted, yeah, yeah. I feel like we've created a new, a new phrase, a new insult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Prob- probably, probably right. Mm. Yeah, it's um, because it's interesting. The stuff you kind of take for granted that if the um wheel I was reading now was invented in the fourth millennium BC. I mean, that's, that's quite a few years ago. Um, it was only in 2000 BC that the discs began to be hollowed out to make a lighter wheel. So <laughs> no one ever two, thought like, okay, so if I got this wheel, years if of I, like a steamroller, basically. Yeah. If, wait, if I cut a hole through the middle <laughs> or whatever, I can, I can get rid of some of the weight and it still turns around. Yeah. And, it's, it's interesting. It's quite crazy because, how things evolve, isn't it? Really. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's that stuff that again you and I just take for granted now. Yeah. Yeah. How how much more if if we're gonna go with you know the the formal understanding of evolution, how much smarter are we to previous generations and that? I mean, if you think I think medieval times. What what percentage of people actually read, look, read, could read and could write? Yeah, I, I don't know. It can't it can't have been many. But then, in what at what point are you considered a witch? If if you can like, <laughs> oh, in those times, yeah, yeah, in those times, like if you could do things that others couldn't, you're a witch. Mm. Is there only women that could be witches? What would because men? What would men be? Warlocks? You're a wizard, Harry. Yeah, exactly. A wizard is considered a good thing in a way, whereas a witch is always considered bad. Yeah, it's it's interesting you say that because when when they'd have their witch hunts or whatever else, you'd always associate that with women. You wouldn't never. Yeah. You wouldn't really associate that with men. But they must have been the same way, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Um, maybe the the male gender was even more powerful back then than it is today. In in that sense, yeah. Cause I think there's some arguments when it comes to the witch hunts that there were naturally people that were 
trying to take advantage of the situation and say, oh, she's she's really wealthy. You know, she's got all this land. Oh, she's a witch. Yeah, off her and then we can take her money. We can take her money and take her property and Mm. whatever else. But Different rules back then, mate. Different rules. (laughs) But there must have been... Surely there must have been more interest in killing men. Uh, I mean... You can't. You can do that. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> you can do that back then. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying it is the case, but um, you know, back in those days, the the man was more the provider. They would do, they would have everything in their name, and so on and so forth. Hmm. Well, majority of the time, I would I would think based on probably some of the biased books that I've read. Or yeah, uh, okay, I don't I don't read any books. No, um, no. you've heard. But yeah, I've I've heard from illegitimate sources. Okay, okay, let's um, leave it at that. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Is is illegitimate the right word? Because you got le- legitimate. Probably not. So it, I don't know. Okay, yeah, probably not. But yeah, should should men not have been? Yeah. Surely they get more money out of men, and that's at the times. Yeah, yeah, probably they probably would have. But then there's there's the dude code, isn't there? And it's probably been around for decades, uh, for millennia. <laughs> the dude code, you know. What's the dude code? Bros before hoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of something that would rhyme with witches that would be. Uh, Witches yeah. get stitches. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't know. I'm uh, trying to think. I'm trying to think of one that's like works for men, but it's not coming to me. Oh no. Okay. So, All right, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah which moving on. <laughs> um, yeah. So witches got we, we've kind of <laughs> gone through this. So witches would be burnt at the stake or they'd either be drowned and i think drowned. if you if you floated you're if not you um which was that the theory yeah yeah if basically you know, if I'm you died thinking, in the water you weren't a witch i'm just thinking this episode's coming out around halloween as well so this is quite a quite a good conversation oh yeah interesting yeah. on that on that note actually have you um what's your favorite horror movie oh I don't really watch horror films. What would it be? No, neither do I. But I thought the other day about... Um, it feels like we haven't spoken about movies for ages. Yeah. Uh, I recall a movie called 13 Ghosts. Did you ever watch that one? No. No, not seen that one. That one was pretty cool. I don't yeah. know, I'm not sure why I enjoyed it, but it's one of those cool ones. There must be, there must be something... Um, would you consider like films like Scream and Saw? Would you consider them horror films or slasher films? Because they're kind of they're they're not really horror. They kind of brought their own genre around, didn't they? Slasher yeah, I think films. it was horror at the time. Yeah, I think that was the when it came out. But yeah, I think it's created a subgenre. Yeah, it's the same as music in that, isn't it? So you you do something, you call it. It's called a punk rock, and all of a sudden, someone goes, "Oh, it's not, not as punk rock 
more mm. some more this way or that way or yeah. yeah. I don't know, yeah. even in the slasher category, what would is that what you're kind of thinking of? Well, I mean, I've seen a few slasher kind of films like Scream. I mean, it's fine, isn't it? It's, it's Which fine. one? The first? The, the, uh, you talked about the first well, one. I think I've seen a few of them, to be fair, because they're, they're not very horror films. I, I think you probably, I'd probably consider horror more like a jump scare kind of thing. Mm. But then I don't like those. <laughs> That's what I don't like about <laughs> it is being scared. <laughs> Things making me jump. And I jump yeah, I, I jump easily. I don't know about you. I jumped at Zootopia. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm I'm not I'm not that bad. Yeah. I think most of the time I'm kind of expecting it. Although they do they do get you every now and again. Hmm. But I still have that feeling when I and I'm sure everyone does, but you have that feeling after you've watched a film that something eerie is always about to happen. Mm. You know, I remember watching, for example, Paranormal Activity. I was just going to mention that. that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that one. And that, and that when, was great for I its actually, time. I agreed to um to go on a date with somebody I was seeing when that came out. And she was like, oh, let's go and see this at the cinema. And it was like one of those where it's like... I've got to be a tough guy here. I've got to try and like say, yeah, that's fine. I don't I don't <laughs> like horror films. And I was just like trying to like, oh man. And she kept, you know, she kept trying to hold my hand. And I was like, I don't want you to feel the sweat because I'm nervous. Because <laughs> something's <laughs> about to make me jump and I don't like it. And it's not because of you. It's because it's of the film. It's not because of you, it's because of the film. Yeah, I don't want to be here. <laughs> so she's there watching it, and I'm sat there, closed, eyes closed, just like trying to think of something else. No, no, it oh, wasn't man. that. It wasn't that bad. I, I was quite good. I was quite good. I braved. But I that... manned up, and sat and watched the film, and it actually wasn't that. Wasn't that scary? It was just a bit weird, wasn't it? A bit like, like you say, it was one of those where you think you get like uncomfortable afterwards because you think, oh, something's in my house. It's weird how that feeling stays with you after you've watched something like this, that you kind of just, yeah, you'll go walk down the stairs or something like that and you go, oh man, this is just going to feel a bit weird. Something's going to pop out now. Yeah. Something's going to be floating that shouldn't shouldn't be expecting. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I'm yeah. not, uh, I think one of the things that freaked me out the most is when, uh, do you remember the footage when there was the, the woman basically i don't know if she went out and she came back but i think by that point she'd been possessed or whatever happened i can't really remember yeah. but she came and she's just like standing by the bed but she just stood there watching the guy sleep for yeah. i want to say maybe an hour or something yeah that was the worst part for me <laughs> this is just <laughs> it's just wrong it's just wrong <laughs> but um have you ever have you i want to kind of go back to the the whole dates thing. Have you ever had a date that was like that? Any weird dates? Any bad dates? Or should we just should we leave that for another time and carry on with the Halloween theme? Seeing as it's no, I, I think no. It's um, I think it's it's all good. I'm just trying to I'm trying to think because again, I think my my relationship with my wife again it developed really really early. So mm-hmm. it's not like I've kind of got older so it's, for, for me i want to say it was already a long long time ago um and it feels like most of the stuff would have been now that i look back at, back at it probably more childish than 
anything else? So I want to mm-hmm. say young, <clears throat> young and innocent kind of thing, but yeah, I don't know. Um, it's always that thing when you kind of first go on dates or you meet people though, it's, it's just kind of, it's a bit awkward, isn't it? What do you do? Yeah, and why do people decide to go to movies as a first date? It's not something yeah, I would choose to do not, now. It's not. I mean, don't get me wrong. This was this was not a first date. We've been seeing each other quite okay. a while, but it, it yeah. was just a date. But you're right. Like the the first date, you can't go to the you can't go to the movies for a first date. And when that's I was growing up, that's all we did. That's all yeah. we did growing up. We used to go to movies every time. You go, oh yeah. Um, if we've not met before, I mean, typically the way that I would meet girls or whatever back in the day was you would get their number or they, you know, through a friend or they'd get your number. You'd be like, hey, you'd not met them before. You go, okay, why don't we go watch a movie or something? Mm. And it's like, I want to say blind date kind of thing. You've never, you might just engage with the person via message. I mean, I guess in a, in a way, it's not the worst thing because if you're like particularly shy or something, you can get you can meet them before the film, have a little chat, go into the film. You don't have to talk to them, and then you've got conversation after the film because you've just you know you've mm. you've got a topic, got a topic yeah, of conversation true, after the, after the film, where you can go and go. Oh, that was really good. Oh, that was really crap. And I guess you get to like you get to understand what each other's tastes are as well. Imagine if you went, "Oh, that was brilliant," and she was like, "That was bull- that was absolutely shy." You just feel like, uh, we're not "Yeah, I'm not sure this is going to work." Yeah, <laughs> should we try another film? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're probably probably right about that because there there've been a few situations where, um, you know, I'd hear when certain, uh partners or something might not have their kids or whatever else and they decide to go do go do whatever they want to do spend some time together but then they choose to spend their time and go watch a movie and i think well you, you can watch a movie when the kids go on sleep you know if you not at the cinema maybe, maybe <laughs> i think that's the thing maybe maybe there is something different about the cinema it's nice yeah. to get out and go and see something on the big screen fully immersed more or less. Is, isn't there and then you don't get woken yeah. up, or you don't. Sorry, you don't have to pause the film and go off and deal with a crying child, things like yeah. that. Yeah. See, I gotta love when the big you talk about too. the cinema. Yeah, th- th- there is something special about it because there was one, one time, and it's really nice that I've I've kind of seen that they're bringing back some of the old films. Mm. But I remember I must have been. I want to say maybe 10 and they brought out like a remastered version of star wars and yep. at that point if i can say i hadn't actually seen star wars or anything because it, it was before my time mm-hmm. but then when they did the remastered version they brought it out in cinema so i could see yeah. the whole thing again yeah it was the coolest thing i'd ever seen yeah yeah when it first came out and you're but- talking about a film like i mean you know that Star Wars is kind of one of my passions as well. Oh yes, but we're, yeah. we're kind of, we're talking about a film that was made in the seventies and still holds up in the nineties and still holds up even today. You know, it's it's awesome. So many films like from back in those days do not hold up; they look awful. But 
I mean, being remastered, yeah. It, I, I went and saw the remastered ones as well in the 90s. So I think it was just mm. before the, um, it was a little way before the prequel came out, wasn't it? The first prequel, Phantom Menace. Yeah, but still, still a little while before <laughs> that. But what, what do you think makes that film ads or, you know, the, the first, see, you know, the first trilogy? I think said, especially the first the first movie when it came out like what what makes Star Wars good lightsabers yep space space battles like with those particular uh, you know ships those shuttles mm. and whatnot Darth Vader is a great enemy like a great bad guy uh, yeah. And he's not even the big bad guy, you know? That's that's another thing. Um, the characters, the droids, I mean, not C-3PO, he's a jerk. Uh, but <laughs> R2-D2 is like the hero of the film for me. Of yeah. the films. He's, you know, you got R2 with you, you're doing all right. You're not going to die. Yeah, it's it's interesting because, again, back in the 70s, to see the kind of technology that they had um because it, it was just Lucas, wasn't it? They kind of put it all together, but mm, within reason, yeah. I doubt I'm gonna have to go back and watch um Industrial Light and Magic, which is a documentary on it all. Um, okay, yeah, I must give it a watch. Yeah, but really I, good, but there I is could... something magical though about the technology if you think going back to that time. And what what they could do, we've spoken, you know, you and I have spoken about this before, but CGI is great, but it just doesn't work Mm. in the same way as back in their time, they made small models. Models of everything. Scale models of everything. Yeah. And had full footage and, you know, pushed these things through or moved cameras in a particular way. And you got details that you just can't have. You know, I watched... If you try to watch episode one now, it looks crap. I'll just say it. You know, you might be able to remaster it. And and this yeah. is coming from a person personally. I thoroughly enjoyed episode one when I was growing up because it was kind of in my it's your era. It's your era. My yeah. era. Absolutely. So yeah. I did enjoy it, but I go back and watch it. And I go, these ships look crap. You know, yeah. some of the other creatures and the pod racing, it just doesn't. It looks a bit blurry now. It doesn't have the same thing, but you can, and I know they've remastered the old ones, but because there's no resolution issues, everything's made scale. It's like, I still think probably number four and five and so on can still stand up even with itself without being remastered. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, yeah. I mean, the story story is incredible. Let's face it. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's it's so good they did and it twice. Well, it's so well, yeah, so, yeah, pretty much, yeah, <laughs> and it's just so well told. Um, yeah. We shouldn't we shouldn't get into the sequels. That's that's for sure because uh, the less said about them, the better. But um, we have to end it here because we've done our allotted time. Are we going to continue our talk with Star Wars next week? Yeah, let's do it. I know it's something that you're familiar with, and granted, we'll probably drift off after about two minutes anyway. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what we do here on the Continuum Podcast. 
Yeah, yeah let's do it. Cool. All right, perfect. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, hopefully you'll catch us in the next one where we can talk a little bit more about Star Wars. Uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Bye. Cheers. Bye.